As black people, we face many issues and challenges in different aspects of our lives, such as race, gender, equality, cultural differences, and many more. This conversation can be sensitive and difficult to have, but necessary. On Pale, we will share our takes, perspectives, and different opinions. Hi everyone, welcome to Peel. I'm Jill. I'm back again. I'm Peeled with Vanessa and Kelly. How are you doing today, guys? Very Good well. Day. How are you doing during the circumstances? Everybody's alive, everybody's doing well. Yeah. Mm. Hanging on there. Yeah. A little side note here on my side. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Tell us what happened. I was infected by the villain COVID. Oh, my gosh. I know. You guys are already aware of it. I just wanted to let people out there to know to just take it more seriously. Um, It might sound like, you know, it's far-fetched and far away until it actually hits you. Mm -hmm. It's actually very serious. Um, I mean, my symptoms was not as severe as some that I saw online, but still, I wasn't able to go anywhere for about a week. I was in bed and couldn't go out and, you know, all the the bad things. But thank God, it, it, it's getting better now. Mm-hmm. So I'll just, just a little side note to our listener to please, you know, wash your hands, wear your mask. Don't go out if not necessary because uh, yeah, I have to admit I wasn't really <laughs> the, best, the best followers <laughs> on the rules. Uh-huh. I was hit harder, but yeah, thank God I'm doing better. I'm definitely going to do better in terms of following the rules and, and be safer. So just for you guys out there, please be safe. Talking about thanking God, this is actually what we're going to talk about today. Um, so I want us to talk a little bit about religion. I know we all have personal relationship with religion, but I want us to to brush it up a bit about, you know, for a lot of us who grew up in uh, religious families. Some some families in Africa are very religious. You know, you have to go to church every Sunday. You have to pray every day and stuff like that. Uh, some people like me went to Christian school, Catholic school. Um, I think some people, depending on family, this either very implemented like literally everything is decided around that and some families are lesser so i just wanted to talk a little bit about it your experience growing up with religion in your household um how do you feel today as an adult so yeah i'm I'm gonna start with me for once (laughs) so um in a home growing up religion wasn't like a huge thing but we had to go to church every Sunday. I don't know if we had to, but I know we were going to church every Sunday anyway. Uh, we Everybody got baptized, Catholic, we were Catholic. Uh, everybody got baptized, communion. Some went as far as the whole, what's the last one after communion? <coughs> confession. Confirmation. 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 My bad. Not confession. <laughs> confirmation. <laughs> So some people went all that far and then all that went different routes. But in the house, yeah, we had to pray before we eat and stuff like that. But it wasn't like 
too serious, serious. Yeah, I was a strong believer. I loved going to church when I was a kid. I was in the choir. I was wow. like one of those. What do you call those? Really? People? Yeah. I was you a, in a what choir? do you mean, really? What is that? <laughs> like, wow. You don't even have the voice for it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Yeah. Um, I was in the choir. I was like one of those enfants de coeur who was in church helping My the priest. Lord. Yeah, I was very into church. And honestly, I, I love it. you should create your own church at this point. That was the goal. When I was a kid, I wanted to become a pastor, a priest. What? Really? Yeah. Oh I God, love Jesus. the church. I love being at church. I used to rehearse the check and recite through the whole Catholic church from the beginning to the end. I used to, re- yeah, I used to do the church at home with my brothers and sisters. Of course, I was the priest. So I love church. I used to love church, love going to church, love just the church environment. However, <laughs> <laughs> growing up, I would say you start uh, realizing things. You start, I, I personally, for the church environment, Catholic, you it's like early on start realizing the, the I would say hypocrisy how you know those past priests sorry that you really like at church or who were talking all this that you know they have kids and they're sleeping with all these girls at church and which I mean or whatever but I just for me as a young person that mm-hmm. the priest represent trust and it represent you know a direct connection to god you know that's where you were going to do your confession to talk about all your sin because they're so pure and then hearing all those stories and i always found a little bit weird their relationship with money i don't know my church there was just a lot of money just turning around all the time and i always found that super weird that the pastor had four cars and five cell phones and three maids and all i don't find like you know they're supposed to be living in um what's the word again not in living po- what in poverty not in poverty but they're supposed uh, in modesty in modesty, so in modesty like, there's okay. nothing modest about your lifestyle you know so this is a small stuff and then you know further along the whole story about the the priest raping kids and so there's just a lot of things and also the, the this church vision of life you know there's a lot of things that people say oh you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do this and mind you everybody's doing it but <laughs> I, I felt like in church there's a lot of judgment and for a place that for me was a place of love mm-hmm. i didn't really um while growing up as I, I felt that less and less and less and i also realized that there was a lot of um i don't know how i can call that I don't know if it's competition or if it's like a lot of different churches instead of trying to, I mean, you're supposed to be praying God, you're supposed to be sharing love instead of kind of working together and praising together. Different churches kind of have literally competition against each other. Who's the best, who has the best um, words and stuff like that. So that was a bit my experience. So growing up, I detached myself a little bit from church because I kind of didn't feel as the message passing through was pure. And I kind of didn't like the fact that it was coming from a man <clears throat> because I have the notion that everything that a man talks can be corrupt. And I've, I just, there's just a lot of things that I see 
now are very wrong with the Catholic Church. I think it's very traditional. They repeat the same thing every day. Like no joy, I can repeat it to church from the beginning to the end. Um, it's just it's just too repetitive for me. It's just like it's just like it was it was a theater. Too like I don't know. Anyway, guys, share me your experience. I talk too much. Quiet. Tell me what you think. How it was for you. Right. Um, for me, I had a, a different experience in a sense that we didn't necessarily grow in a church kind of base family. Um, my dad is Catholic, but my mom uh, was what you call it, atheist. Um, yeah, so she's more spiritual. Um, and so when we grew up, um the only time we went to church it's like you know when we had like the family over the grandmas like who, who were just like how come you're not going to church you have to go to church um or like with the cousins and all of that but as our like our family we we used to not go to church that much um and um i really learned about the bible very late in my um, teenage years actually i think it's like first year university that i really started reading the bible and i started reading the bible why because i wanted to have informed conversations um, with people not necessarily because i wanted to be religious but i wanted to make my point across and when people were quoting the bible I wanted to also reference the Bible and say, well, I know, you know, so I took it as a tool, as a knowledge, as a learning tool, then a religious tool. But as I, you know, grew into the woman that I am, I, I will say that, you know, I am, I'm religious, but I am definitely more spiritual than religious, you know? Um, and, um, and yeah, I think I think that's basically how I was I was raised. But believe me, we got baptized. Don't ask me how. We 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 never went to like those like courses and whatever. One day we had like four, you know, those like uh, cards that you get to get baptized. Like mm-hmm. one day we got those, and we're just like, okay, next Saturday you're getting baptized, and then that's it. And oh. yeah, and so that's how we got baptized, and. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was my story. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Whew. My. What is, so. Oh my. My dad is Catholic. He went to a, how do you call it? Those sem- is it seminar school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, seminar. Yeah, he went there, so he almost became, became a pastor, a but he met my mom, so yeah, love wins. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love before God. (laughs) No, God is love. So love wins. So same thing, same old. So he met my mom. So we grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. Our church was mostly like my dad, um, like going to church with us. Sometimes my mom would come, but that was rare. But my Catholic side and uh, me believing in God comes from my dad. But I don't think I was baptized. I was, uh, I have everything. First communion. Is it first communion? And um, 
Mm-hmm. I was also like I have everything when it comes yeah, just missing what mar- one marriage or wedding or whatever and my debt that would be in that yellow card. But um it's all coming from my dad and growing up for me going to church was meeting my friends because we're all going to church on Sunday. We'll meet before Monday. And I think I started actually understand the Bible and what God was maybe two or three years ago. But before that, the only thing that I knew is that I I believe in God, Mm -hmm. but I started actually understanding most of maybe two or three years ago. And I think Kelly, you were one of the person who made me curious about Bible Mm -hmm. because I remember meeting you, you were reading your Bible. So I was like, Hmm, this girl, what is she reading in there? So, That's when I was like, okay, if somebody is reading it and she's so passionate about it, maybe I can find tools to read it too. Oh, okay. Oh, look at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) And look into that part. So you're one of the person who actually made me like question my faith and actually um, understand God my own way, Mm -hmm. I would say, instead, instead of like my parents' way. Right. So yeah, that's my Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, so what is your relationship with like what do you guys think of religion today? The point where I want to get is like if you've been in Africa in the past five, ten years, you will see that there's a new church at every corner, there's a new church with a new more fancy name as the other one. There's this pastor popping up and everywhere, like just whatever and uh you know there's now this what we call wake up church like where people go into those churches and just give their or their heart like they like this is where i need to die whatever the pastor saying is what it is what do you guys think about those new churches and those new fine ways of praying god or worshiping god or believing in god actually because I personally think that is growing a little bit too much in Africa, and I don't necessarily see that as a good thing. Most of the time, people going into those church for me sounds a bit like they were brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Um, they start not just not acting or thinking or even doing anything rational. Because the minute where you start, like I don't want to question. Well, I do want to question the Bible we as human have a lot of information that we have received as as a generation from the past generation and so on and so on. There are information that are presented to us as ultimate truth. But I think that as a human, as, as an individual, you owe it to yourself to question everything just even once, just for five minutes, just what if. Mm-hmm. The fact that some people in those church are not even willing to question what they're told the fact that information coming from the bible or from those pastors are the absolute ultimate non-negotiable truth for me is very dangerous and i think that's where we see people going to some ludicrous things we have seen some crazy videos online pastors sleeping with women saying he's gonna get them pregnant pastors stamping on people's belly like the, the stories are just crazy and crazy selling um so his holy water for 
crazy amount of money. Like I just the stories are just too much to be listed. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes from the fact that they're coming with the only argument that the Bible is the unrefutable truth. And people also don't pay attention to the fact that he's the Bible, like you say, we all read it. It can be, it can be explained. It can be understood in so many different ways. It's, it's such a mystical book that I think that those pastors use it as a tool to manipulate people to a higher level. Now, what I'm concerned is that when you meet people in those new church, from my experience, you cannot resonate them, like whatever the pastor said or whatever they heard, whatever the church said or whatever they will go back to the Bible said is the absolute definite truth. Now, why do you guys think about those new church? Do you guys think there's some good into it? Do you guys think, like, what do you guys think about that? Okay. Well, I think, I think the, the, the growth of churches in, in Africa is um, it's also, it's a result of, many things a whenever you feel like you need something what do we pray we pray often because we want either want to thank god or because we need something from god and mm-hmm. so the growth of churches of you know mass churches especially in africa is also linked to many um social constructs social things such as poverty so people pray because they want money they want stability they want health they want this they want that they want people to save the marriage and so it's the indoctrinate um you know jesus and whatnot without even really trying to to um i don't want to say put in the work but it's almost like that for somebody who has been um back home a couple of years ago i i do feel like there's a lot of like jesus is going to take is going to take the will he's going to fix mm-hmm. it and it's then everything. and nothing and it's like okay let me just go in and get my beer and then drink while he fix it and it's not like that so people take the bible very literally and so i think that's very problematic and again it's just you know the difference Gilles, is because we came here and somehow um, the system that we have here is pushing us to be very critical with everything that we do. You will not see a Canadian person just take something literally. Like, it, like a person who lives in Canada takes something and has to dis- deconstruct it. Whether you like it or not, it's something that is in us. I think it's something that comes with like the life lessons you get from here. Whereas like back home, and I, when I say back home, I, I'm speaking about Africa in general, it's like we don't, um, um, you know, teach that to the generation, to people. It's like even when you go to class, it's basically the teacher um, talking for a whole hour and you, all you do is just to write down and write mm-hmm. down and then you go home and then you, you memorize it. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing for the church. The same thing when the pastor, the priest is telling you stuff, you absorb it and you have no way because you weren't built that way to say, hold on a second. What you're saying right there is that it doesn't make sense. No, we it's, it's just like the system is made for us to just um, absorb that information. And it's unfortunate. And that's why a lot of people fall into that trap of just like, you know, 
um, giving all the thighs, all the money to priests, and then they go and behind they have like four, five, six cars. And that's why they fall into those cracks of basically just doing things that are not even acceptable if you look at the Bible just to get to what they need or what they want. So going back to your question, mm, it's not a great, it's not necessarily the great thing in Africa because it, it doesn't come with that critical eye. If it was coming with that critical eye, yeah, no problem, but it's not coming with it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. When it comes to that point, one thing that my mom always said is that uh, before we were colonized, we knew God Mm -hmm. because in all of our dialect or language, we say God. Mm -hmm. So they are not the one who teaches us how we can say God. We knew there was a God and we had a word in our dialect to say God. Now, coming to the society, unfortunately, people are using the Bible and the church to get what they want, but it's so extreme. Like we have a a part of our family. They can go to funerals because as per the church, as per the pastor, if you go to funeral, um, the, the, the ghost of the person will attack you or something. Mm -hmm. So they can't access to any funeral, even if it's the dad, the mom, whoever the person passed and that's it. So, it's so sad how in Africa, and like you said, Kelly, we go, we listen. Okay, the pastor say you shouldn't sleep with a man and you don't sleep with a man. And then, okay, cool. The day you sleep with a man, oh, I commit a scene. And then the pastor will sleep with you to watch that scene. It, it's really sad. Uh-huh. But it's just because we sit there and they say stuff, we listen to it, and we don't even try to understand the meaning of some stuff. And I think that if we actually try to read the Bible ourselves back home, maybe it would be better, but I have doubt on that. We prefer that. That's not a bad point, the reading the Bible thing, because that's true. A lot of people go to church and just follow on the lead of the pastor. Mm-hmm. A lot of people haven't sat and really read the Bible themselves. That's very true. But I also think that, unfortunately, a huge part of it has to come with we're going to go again with poverty and the system in place. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are just hopeless and they're fine in those church, the missing hope. Like if whatever issue you have in your life, like you were saying, Kelly, you can just be like, I'm going to pray about it. It gives you a type of unreachable hope because there's nothing else you can do. Like if there's some predicament where you can find yourself in life that are just hopeless, but saying you know, God will prevail. God will do this. Can give you a ne- another level of hope that you will never find anywhere, which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mostly in time of grief or stuff like that, I think believing in God can really be a good way to come forward and help you grieve. But I really have a problem where it really become a type, a sort of dogmatism. Mm-hmm. Like when you have member in your family from my personal situation where whatever you tell them will not pass what they were told in church i think that's where we have a problem mm-hmm. when you have people who are so so-called educated that have a certain age certain life experience they can talk to you about literally everything but when it comes to that specific aspect which is religion or the bible they become very non-objective <clears throat> 
I I have a problem with that. I feel like as a person, you should be always open. You cannot just, yes, it was written in the Bible or yes, your pastor say this, but you should always be open to maybe listen to somebody else's opinion or consider that the information that you have you might have is false. When you start taking somebody's words or even, and that's for me, include the Bible, like the absolute extreme truth, I have a problem with that. I really do. Because I, I, I think, yeah, go ahead. I think the Bible is a document that we should use to have some discussion and learn from each other. Then, because I feel like back home or in Africa or where I'm from, we use the Bible to judge others. We don't use the Bible for ourselves. We use it to like, is that so I can judge somebody who did something that is not written in the Bible or that is written in the Bible? So, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But but my, the thing is that, you know, Bible is subject to interpretation. Ten people will read the same passage and interpret it ten different ways. But my big disappointment with religion is that most people who are religious, if not all, all the things that is preached about, like, we have to just come to the base. Nobody is perfect. There is nobody who is perfect. There's no life that's perfect. But most of, most of the time, the people who are religious will be the people who will upheld themselves like they were superior to everybody because they go to church and read the Bible twice a day. They feel like, you know, they can tell you how to live your life. They can tell you what to do and what not to do. They know who's going to go to hell and who's going to paradise. Like, but I, I, I see, I think that that's where, for instance, there's a very, there's a dichotomy between um, religion and then spirituality. Because what you're referring to right now is being spiritual. And so that's why you can't, it will always be difficult to have a conversation with someone who is super religious. Because someone who's religious is really living based on the um I'll say the things that are the teachings that are in the Bible, for instance, for the Catholic or, you know, the Quran for the Muslim, it's based on that. So it's like literally the teaching is like you like the Ten Commandments, period. Mm -hmm. That, for instance, is something that, you know, for someone who's religious, there is absolutely no way that you can have a conversation with them and then say that, well, the Bible would have probably say that it could have been like this, a different interpretation. It doesn't work that way for them. Whereas for someone who's spiritual, this, they're taking the foundation of the Bible and then they evolve from it. So in that sense, you can take the Ten Commandments again and then you're just like, okay, based on that, I know that there's a, there's a foundation right there. But that, that doesn't mean that I have to apply all of them to like from a to z i can't this is just a foundational work again um so i i and i i find myself also sometimes struggling um having conversations with people who are super religious to be honest i don't even engage in conversations with them because i know that it will it will lead to like a misunderstanding because i have accepted that i am more of a spiritual person i know the bible I know the foundation of the Bible, but I know that, um, um, you know, I just aspire um, to be a better person, um, but I don't necessarily, um, you know, 
follow word per word the written yeah. structures in the Bible because and the world so- that we live in today will not necessarily like how can you apply that in the world that we live in today? Like it's it will be difficult. Yeah. And that's something that we have to accept because based on um the the way we are teaching they teach this to us back home, mm-hmm. if you don't follow, then you screw. Like your life is over, everything is done. But knowing that I can, I'm a human being and I can follow exactly what's written in the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's saying, okay, uh, this is not possible. But when you talk to people that are super religious, they will tell you that, no, you have to follow everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not like Robocop. Or I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not possible to follow exactly as a human being what they say in the Bible. Yes, stuff can happen, and that's something that you have to accept. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. again, when you try to have a conversation with somebody that is saying that I can't come to her this funeral because the Bible says this, or because my they don't even say the Bible, they say the pastor. The pastor said this, showing again that most of them don't read the Bible, they follow whatever the, the pastor will say, or you know that your cousin. Uh, instead of being at the hospital, she was diagnosed with cancer, is in this room where 10,000 people is praying for her. Mm. Like, it's because the, her mom lost some hope and she feels like, okay, if the, the the hospital can do anything, at least 15 people praying for her, something will happen. And guess what? She passed away. But that's what I'm saying, though. In this type of situation, what do you do? <clears throat> You just look at them. What do you want to do? I don't know. I would just hate to be in that type of situation where I cannot reason it. Mostly when, like, you're talking about cancer, I do not know the personal situation, but there might be situation where the person could have been safe or hit with medical, uh, you know. But I would be very frustrated to have to deal with family members where I have to explain to them or have to debate something so um that i will consider simple because when you say you have to pray that's what i'm talking again about the 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 explanation of the bible it's just like if you're saying that you have to god have to heal her but who made the doctor exactly and that's the question you ask them and they can they can't even answer or they will answer and they'll say whatever let's pray Oh my god! I th- I think they will be very frustrated, but I don't know. I think for me, if it was for me, I would go with the route that was done in Rwanda. If you haven't been to any <clears throat> type of, um, how do you call that again? If you haven't been to school to become a priest or a pastor, <clears throat> sorry, how do you call those schools again? Missionary school. I think this. Oh yeah, missionary. Yeah. If you haven't been to one of those, you cannot just... Because the thing where everybody wake up in Cameroon or Cote d'Ivoire and just say, hey, I'm a pastor or I'm a priest, or you really have to stop. I really Facebook feel pastor. Like <laughs> huh? Facebook pastor. Facebook pastor who sent you investigation every day. You keep declining. They keep sending. Like, <laughs> we really need to stop it. I really feel like it's destroying so many people, so many families. There's a church where... They will tell you, you can't hang out with your family anymore. They are the devil. And for whatever reason, desperation, whatever the case might be, people just follow that. 
I think it, it would be very, very, we really have to find a way to stop that. Just like Rhonda did. Like, if you haven't had any course of theology, you cannot have a church. Um, even like, I don't know if you guys remember, there's even a bunch of stories about those pastors using like sorcery or witchcraft mm-hmm. or whatever. To, mm-hmm. People hear that. People hear about those stories, but they still go. I really struggle with that. Like having, I know people personally who are, you would consider them to be very, you know, smart and whatever, to be just so dogmatized and just listen to these things and just even repeat it out loud. I just can't grab my head. But that's that's it again. It's just like going back to what I was saying earlier. It's, people not necessarily looking at at a bible or looking at church with a critical eye it's it's really taking the bible and saying because jesus performed how many miracles then yes it means that it will happen those miracles will happen and then so they engage into like those like sort of witchcraft and all of that demonic uh, kind of thing thinking that the miracle is going to happen but when you look at the Bible and then you look at the miracles and you look at the wording of things, yes, miracles are happening. But, but this is, again, is a story that has been told by human beings just like the rest of us. Um, mm-hmm. And then so the timing is not always, you know, real and, and accurate. accurate. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that when you're performing, uh, like, I don't know, um, sorcery right now, that the miracle is going to happen now. The miracle can happen 10 years later after you put in the work. I always say, just like in the Bible, it says, like, a fit without work is dead. But mm-hmm. And I think it, it is something that needs to, the shift that also needs to happen in the mindsets of many people who follow the religion is that you can't just associate like you can't just like pray fast um uh, worship and whatever and just sit there and then wait for something to happen no even people who are sick and then they know that you know um if they need a miracle to be able to live they also change their mindset the mindset changes to be positive it's not just like i'm going to rely on the bible it's great it's great i'm not saying that for mm-hmm. people who are listening i'm not against the religion i'm just saying that it's great to listen to the bible it's great to read the bible it's great to worship and all of that but without the work if you're even if you're like laying down on your bed being super sick you also have to do that, make that effort to change your mindset to be positive to eat well to to bring some positiveness in your life in order to create that miracle and that is the part that sometimes i just really get frustrated with a lot of people who just follow the religion just like with like you know literally with just blind eyes and then like listening word per word and applying word per word what is in the bible that's not my opinion that's not the goal of the holy book Pastor Kelly. Uh-uh. 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 I declined the offer. <laughs> That's great, guys. That's a great conversation that we just had there. I just know for me, I really get personally very 
I think it's a very sensitive subject. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope people will look for a relationship with God and within. I don't think you need, from my perception of religion right now today, you don't need to go to a specific church to find God. You can go to church maybe just to be surrounded by that mm-hmm. uh, worship and love moment, but your faith. Mm-hmm. should not be reliable on somebody else's conversation or group or whatever. You should find the faith within you. You get your relationship with God. Every relationship with God is personal. And mm-hmm. what I don't like with church out there, they want to tell people how to live their faith. Mm-hmm. They want to tell you who is God, has the relationship with God has to be. And even as far as how you should worship, I don't mm-hmm. think it has to be the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I really wish those church would just leave people be. But then again, they can and this is what bothered me because the church have an agenda those pastors and i'm not saying they're all bad but unfortunately for me i think 99 of them are really bad i think they're really out there for money power greed maybe it wasn't the original intention but most people in the church are just for me terrible like it's just catastrophe so just for people out there i don't say don't believe in god i just feel like look between like in, in within yourself <clears throat> develop your own relationship with god what really bothers me is that there's a lot of people who either hate themselves or can be themselves like people who are gay lgbt community the people who don't want to have kids the people who don't want to get married there's a lot of things that people can't get themselves or be okay with themselves because the religion said so and because the family will remind you what is you know the, the bible said so or the religion or whatever i think if you're good with you feel good with who you are within yourself you shouldn't let religion or book or whatever tell you what it is when you do something wrong like that's that's my my conception when you still you feel bad because you know what you did was bad. It's not because the Bible said stealing was bad. That's true. If it made sense. So if you don't feel bad being you, don't let somebody else come and tell you that you're bad. Like, who is that person? What the what the fuck do they know? Like, that's another thing that I don't like about religion people. They are so entitled mm-hmm. to information and knowledge. They think they know everything. They can tell you who you are, who you're going to be, where you're going. And I don't know, there's this girl, I don't know if you guys know if they're all comedian in Cote d'Ivoire, who yeah. made this very <laughs> funny joke. He said, for all of you going to heaven, please, when you get there, close it and lock, lock the key <laughs> and try the key away. Since you know so much, like, people really, I, I, like, the church people are so judgmental and it becomes a more negative uh, energy than positive they should be bringing peace they should be bringing like when you come to them and say hey i don't know i feel like murdering somebody i don't know they should be more like you know come my brother let's pray about it like i think if you remove the judgment and the preconceived idea and all the stereotype that they have implemented in church it could actually be a fun a loving place but instead of that like it's just I don't know. I really don't like the energy of church today. It's just such a wrong, hypocritical place where people are just there to judge. Everybody's looking the other one in a coin leather eye. Um, yeah. Mm. But let's let's continue believing. Let's pray. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's continue keeping our own relationship with God and hopefully one day, if they're really a judgment day or whatever, we will finally know what the fuck was it true <laughs> but uh, have you but i think judgment day is every day 
Exactly. But I, but oh, well, have you ever <laughs> also noticed when someone dies and then like that whole trend? I don't know if you ever noticed or heard, but when somebody dies, it's like um, during that last period, that last phase of their last moments on earth when they're transitioning, the conversations that they're having, it's as if they were actually going to like paradise i don't i don't know if you have actually ever had that kind of encounter or heard of that kind of experience it's like when someone is transitioning at least from what i've heard a good person it's you know they're talking to, talking about like the gate opening and then whatever just like in the the books the book of revelations and mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty interesting to see it because you know or to hear it because sometimes we do ask ourselves, like, is there really, like, judgment day? And what do you need to do to get to paradise? And then when you, mm-hmm. you have people who sometimes transition, and then the people who honestly have been so good, they've been nice, they've been kind, they've been doing all of that, and then they're transitioning, then, and then they, they're somehow, when they're describing where they're going, it, it definitely, to my opinion, looks like they're going to paradise. So there's also that thing also like that is very fascinating about this whole judgment day, where we're going after this whole situation. So you planet. believe in the whole judgment day and all that? In <sighs> paradise and heaven and... Uh, to be honest, Jill, I am very, very conflicted about that. I'm not going to lie. I'm super conflicted. There are days when I feel like, yes, it's judgment day. When someone, <laughs> someone's doing something bad to me, I'm just like, I pray to God that, you know, on your judgment day. <laughs> and so, but on other days, you know, I just feel like maybe maybe we're going to judgment day right now maybe we've lived the life and then we're actually going through it now i don't know yeah i, I think really i think don't. i think we're in hell <laughs> yeah and the mankind is the devil oh wow oh wow i, I think I really judgment think day is i really do not believe that well no i don't believe we don't know but i mean this thing about we're gonna die and then we're gonna have judgment like I don't know if you guys know this already. I have high, very high doubts about the Bible as we know it. I would not be surprised that there's a book out there that was left or guided by God. But I really do not believe that the white man that we know to be the great of evil came and just said, hey, this is the book of truth. Just read this and get, you know, eternal salvation. I think if there's a book out there that's really give the ultimate truth and eternal salvation, the white man, which is for the history kind, is the one that not find it or wrote it, but had the power to distribute it, I really do not think he would distribute it to everybody. He wouldn't just, just be, oh, hell, here, take the truth. So I really take the Bible very, very lightly. Mm-hmm. Like, I really feel like a lot of things that was writing in there was for purpose, for control purposes. It was for, yeah, just that, control people. the more, Because remember, back in the days, the church has a lot of power. The church has a lot of power in terms of politics. The church was at some point the power. So I think the best way it was to rule, it was to be like, oh, well, it's not me. It's God who's saying it. Mm -hmm. Who was going to argue with God? 
that's why for me i think the bible is a very questionable book is it possible that there's an actual bible out there that is hidden and that people don't want to see the the full information sure is it possible that in the bible there are some truth into it sure but the bible as we know it today i have my high doubts about it no for sure that's why when we go to that and we go into the whole bible and the whole uh, you know, hell, like if we are going through hell, what are we living right now? Like, what is this? Heaven. Heaven. Like, this is, well, we're living <laughs> terrible life. People are already horrible people. I mean, seriously, we're if living... this is heaven, I, I am concerned. I'm exactly. 2020, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's not just even 2020. Like, if you really want to think about our, just our generation, just our century, mm-hmm. there's so many horrible things that happen. Like, mm-hmm. when we talk about Corona, we start, we went back as, like, the Spanish flu. and Like, there's just so many things that I think life is just life. Now people go out with the whole reincarnation that I don't know that I haven't died and came back, so I don't know. But I really <laughs> feel like everything, <laughs> yeah, I really feel everything happens here. We live, we die, do good, do bad. There is, I do believe, though, that there is a connection of human with nature i feel like we all part of it's a one entity the planet the people the flower the everything is one like i think we're all connected and that's why your action and your energy have mm-hmm. result and interaction to your surrounding like they say you stay in the house and you have negative energy your plant will die that's what i believe on like that's why you have to do good or do bad and you will have consequences what people call karma or blessing what people call blessing i think it's all depend on how you manipulate your energy mm-hmm. now going to the whole heaven and like we are already in all of that you know like i think there's already way too much horrible thing and I, I think again it goes with the manipulation of the bible to say if you don't do as we say you will suffer the harsher punishment which is you're going to burn for eternity. Like, come on. <laughs> like, let's just picture God, the more nicest person on earth, is going to give you a punishment where you're going to burn for eternity. It's just, for me... Because you like, had sex before marriage. Child, please. For me. <laughs> that's the, and that's, that's, that's another thing say. that I'm saying. That's another thing that I'm saying about the Bible. If we follow the Bible, we're all going to hell. There's no one single human who will go to paradise. Mm-hmm. That's the first line. So, <laughs> so that, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Bible is just so... But see, that's the thing, though. That's why it's just like it, you have to thread very lightly when it comes to the Bible. And and the, the knowledge is in the... Um, it's not always as direct as that. Because... It, Okay, I just don't want to get into too many details, but I'll just take this example that I always like refer to Abraham. Abraham married Sarah. And Abraham was not someone who basically he made a lot of mistakes. Um Abraham basically lied at one point and then said that Sarah was his sister so that he could enter the kingdom of somebody. I can't remember. Many times he have done he has done stuff, but it's not because he did those things that he ended up um, being um, in hell or whatever. On the contrary, God, according to the Bible, continued to bless him. And he blessed mm. Abraham because of the 
because Abraham was kind, because Abraham was, was um, he was the chosen in the sense that he helped his nation. He came with a purpose and he honored that purpose. He remained human though, because he made mistakes, but that's not, not because he made those mistakes that God was like, well, you're going to, the, you're going to hell. And so that's why I have a problem with priests and pastors because they take the Bible and then they try to create some sort of like, um, what do you call it? Context that is going to either, um, you know, scare the audience or just, I don't know. It's just like, if you're not, make them uncomfortable. Yeah, if you're not smart enough, then you will go with a messaging that is not necessarily true. So like whenever someone comes to me and then like, is always saying that, well, um, the Bible says this and that. So if you're doing this, then you're going to hell. I'm just like, well, look at Abraham. Um, look at Peter. Peter lied. Peter basically mm -hmm. said that Jesus, like, I will, I will support you. I will never resent you and whatever. But when they found Peter, Peter was like, I never saw Jesus three times. He said it. But does that mean that he wasn't blessed? So, I, mm -hmm. you know, so I think people take the Bible and just like, well, we got it for it's like, no, at the end of the day, if you look at the Bible and then you open your mind being spiritual at the end of the day, it's all about being kind. It's all about loving yourself and, and loving your neighbor. It comes down to it. You have to respect the people. You have to be kind. You have to be um, faithful to yourself. And you have to be a gift. Like all the, 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 the value that now we're looking at, even when it, you, you're looking for a job or whatever, these are the things that, you know, from that book of like 1000 pages at the end of the day, that's basically it is to be kind. And it is to be, you know, to follow the light, whatever it is for someone who is not, who does not believe in a God, the universe or whatever. At the end of the day, there's a superpower. Um, you and I will refer to it as God. Some people just call it the universe and mm -hmm. that is the end goal. And that's it. And those things like hell and whatever, uh, I can personally say that the people who have done a lot of mean things on this planet, uh, you know, I think they, they paid for it before they transitioned. Um, I can say that because I've seen it. And then the, some people who have been so sweet have been like, you know, perfect example according to the Bible. And you see them transition and then it's like, okay. Like it, it's, it's, to me, I've seen it enough to understand that there's a superpower here on this on this earth, on in this universe. And at the end of the day, it's all about being it's about doing the right thing, in my in my opinion. I agree. I agree. You should just try to live the life as best as you can, mm -hmm. respect people, do you mm -hmm. the whole thing about, you know. If you don't go to church, mm -hmm. my sister-in-law came here and made a whole bit about you don't go to church. I'm like, I was like, you don't want to get out of my house. <laughs> like, and that's one of the things. Do you mm -hmm. like go to your church? Do you don't come to my house with the whole she when she was leaving, she was like, Can I make it? Can I pray? I was like, Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. And she was like, <laughs> I pray the Lord that she'll find his way to church. Oh, oh. Mom wasn't here. I was gonna be like, get her for Did house. she pray? Did she, did she pray it out loud? Of course. Okay. Well, obviously, she needs to go back to her Bible because the Bible says that. But you that's don't... another thing, though. <laughs> like that's another thing. Like that's why I, I, everything that a, that a man 
everything that is like mankind, I really take it because men are very egocentric. Mm. Men are very selfish. Men have huge toxicity and power control. Men want to be superior. Okay, Men want to compare okay. themselves. Okay. Okay. That's what I tell you guys. <laughs> mankind is the devil okay. because I'm looking for the devil way too far. <laughs> mankind oh. are the angel. Wow. They are the gods. Mm-hmm. Just like in the Bible, you know, there's the angel and there's an angel who become a devil. I really truly believe that if there's no evil, whatever, hell and heaven, I really feel like we are living amongst angels okay people and devil like mm-hmm. i don't know how you guys don't say that if somebody can wake up and go and kill 100 people what is he is he's just sick he's the devil like that's just how i see it so when people are looking to farm like look at your neighbor mm-hmm. or yourself <laughs> you know <laughs> i think when it comes to like believing in god i me one thing i haven't been to church for a long time but it's because I'm mostly used to going to church in French. I prefer because I feel like I will listen to the pastor. When I go in church in English, I don't listen to anything. But me, I don't like those uh, church where you go and you have to greet everybody and be nice to everybody. Nah, 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 nah. I'm here to pray my God. Don't ask me my name. Don't ask me to present myself. Don't ask me who my dad is. Those are the ones I can't. I go there, listen to whatever I have to listen, and I can go home. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-mm. I feel like the ones where you have to be friend with everybody, they are way too judgmental. Yeah. All church are judgmental. For me, oh, I've never been to a church where it wasn't judgmental. All church are judgmental. You know, there, there are now new... Ch- there are churches that are actually like non-Bible-based church. Oh, churches okay. yeah heard of those. absolutely and so when you go to those churches i actually um one to one before covid um and so it's not necessarily the the pastor i will say doesn't really go um too much into the bible but more about um values so they focus mm-hmm. on values and it's very welcoming you have people from different you know um, from different uh, creed basically coming and the, the, the sermons are really just based on like, you know, values. Why are you angry? Like, for instance, like the, the theme before um, COVID hit was like the anger. Where does that, is it coming from? Do you think it's like almost like you go into like a therapy session, um, but for oh. everybody. Yeah. So just to say that it's also you know the 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 religion in a sense because it it had like a lot of backfiring at one point i guess is also evolving some churches are getting more progressive and are really staying a little bit far away from the bible and focusing more on values and and yeah in general so just putting it out That's there good. Mm-hmm. That's great. We will check it now next time we come visit you in Toronto. Why not? <laughs> Thank you, guys. This was a great conversation. Stay blessed. Yeah, you too. Have a good night. You too. Night, night. Bye. Bye. Bye.